Welcome to the next episode of Stories About Kevin. In this installment, we delve into the mysterious disappearance of Peter Mims, a sailor aboard the USS Shiloh. Join us as we navigate the murky waters of this perplexing case. On a routine mission in the Philippine Sea, Mims vanished without a trace, sparking an extensive search and rescue operation by the US Navy's 7th Fleet. But what drove a dedicated sailor to go into hiding within the bowels of his own ship? Explore the theories, the investigation, and the intriguing questions surrounding this eerie maritime enigma. But as always, to get your stories on the pod or to suggest episodes, please email storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so before we get started, we're going to have to go into some history. Our story starts with the USS Shiloh, a Ticonderoga-class guided missile destroyer in the United States Navy. The USS Shiloh, CG-67, is a Ticonderoga-class guided missile cruiser commissioned in the United States Navy on July 18, 1992. She was named after the Battle of Shiloh during the American Civil War. The Shiloh had a significant and varied operational history, participating in key events and operations. She was commissioned during a period of global change marked by the end of the Cold War. The Shiloh's design and capabilities were adapted to address new security challenges, and she belongs to the Ticonderoga class, renowned for its multi-role capabilities making it a suitable for a range of missions from anti-air warfare to anti-submarine warfare. One of the most notable periods in the Shiloh's history came during the mid-1990s, when it played a crucial role in Operation Desert Shield and Operation Desert Storm in the Persian Gulf. She was part of the Naval Forces Central Command, contributing to maritime intercept operations, minesweeping and combat strikes against Iraqi forces during this significant conflict. Beyond combat operations, the Shiloh regularly participated in international exercises, reinforcing the US Navy's commitment to its allies and partners. Notable exercises include Team Spirit with South Korea, showcasing the Navy's support for its allies. During the third Taiwan Strait Crisis in 1996, the Shiloh participated in a demonstration of American naval power in the Taiwan Straits. In 2007, the Shiloh conducted a successful search and rescue operation in the Philippine Sea, rescuing a mariner who had been lost at sea for 42 days. This operation highlighted the cruiser's seamanship and humanitarian capabilities. The USS Shiloh is a product of its crew's dedication and professionalism, its sailors, from commanding officers to engineers, work tirelessly to maintain the ship's readiness, embodying their commitment to their mission and country. The USS Shiloh's history is a tale of operational versatility and adaptability in the face of changing global circumstances. And today we will delve deeper into the Shiloh's history, including the mysterious disappearance of Peter Mims and the events leading up to this incident. Now to also give some context, we need to understand that the disappearance of Peter Mims was a significant event at the time. It was an event that actually caused operational slowdowns to the US Navy's 7th Fleet. Which if you don't know much about the US Navy or the 7th Fleet, well, we'll get into it. But I mean, when you've got seven, at least 7 fleets, um, the fact that you've got a 7th Fleet means you've got a pretty decent Navy, so to affect an entire fleet like this is bad. The United States 7th Fleet, often referred to as C-7F in shorthand, holds a pivotal role in modern naval operations. It is the largest of the four deployed US fleets, and the 7th Fleet's reach extends across the Indo-Pacific region, making it a linchpin of US maritime strategy. This fleet is headquartered at US Fleet Activities Yokosuka in Japan, and it has a storied history and an essential role in shaping contemporary security dynamics. The 7th Fleet routes can be traced back to its formation on March 15, 1943, during World War II. Under the command of Admiral Arthur S. Chips Carpenter, it served in the Southwest Pacific area operating alongside General Douglas MacArthur. It was a crucial part of the Allied forces during the Battle of Leyte Gulf 
in October 1944, which is still regarded as one of the largest naval battles in history, if not the largest. In the post-war era, the 7th Fleet moved its headquarters to Qingdao, China, tasked with various responsibilities, including the movements of troops and maintaining a presence in the Western Pacific. Its name changed over the years, finally settling upon the United States 7th Fleet in 1950, just before the Korean War. The 7th Fleet played a pivotal role in both the Korean and Vietnam Wars, and during the Korean War, it conducted maritime patrol, provided air support and carried out mining operations in waters near North Korea. The landings at Incheon were conducted by 7th Fleet amphibious ships, marking a significant milestone in the conflict. During the Vietnam War, the 7th Fleet operated primarily from the Tonkin Gulf, earning it the nickname Tonkin Gulf Yacht Club. Task Force 77, part of the 7th Fleet, participated in striking North Vietnamese targets, providing air support to US forces in South Vietnam, and conducting mining operations in Haiphong Harbor. Additionally, riverine forces under Task Forces 116 and 117 were vitally in interdiction efforts along the coast. In 1975, the 7th Fleet played a humanitarian role, evacuating US citizens and refugees from South Vietnam and Cambodia as those countries fell to opposing forces. Following the end of the Cold War, the 7th Fleet continued to be a linchpin of US maritime strategy. It participated in exercises like Team Spirit with the Republic of Korean Armed Forces, demonstrating its commitment to regional security. The Gulf War in 1990 saw the 7th Fleet expand its responsibilities in response to the Iraqi invasion of Kuwait. It took on the role of Commander U.S. Naval Forces Central Command during Operation Desert Shield and Operation Desert Storm. It exercises command and control over a vast naval armada, conducting maritime intercept operations, mine sweeping, and combat strike operations in Iraq and Kuwait. In the mid-1990s, during the Third Taiwan Strait Crisis, the 7th Fleet demonstrated U.S. support for Taiwan by dispatching aircraft carrier battle groups to the Taiwan Straits. In the 21st century, the 7th Fleet remains central to U.S. maritime operations, its four deployed ships, aircraft, and personnel ensure rapid response to contingencies across the Indo-Pacific region. Roughly 50 to 60 ships are typically assigned to the 7th Fleet, with approximately 18 operating from US facilities in Japan and Guam. The four deployed presence allows the 7th Fleet to respond swiftly to regional crises. The 7th Fleet is organized into specialized task forces, including Task Force 70, the battle force responsible for anti-air and anti-submarine warfare, and Task Force 76, which handles amphibious operations. Task Force 77 oversees mine warfare capabilities, while Task Force 79 consists of marine expeditionary units. Today, the 7th Fleet faces a range of challenges from territorial disputes in the South China Sea to North Korea's nuclear ambitions. It continues to conduct freedom of navigation operations to ensure open access to international waters and upholding the rules-based international order. The 7th Fleet's role in shaping modern naval operations cannot be overstated. Its forward presence serves as a deterrent, promoting regional stability and peace. Its ability to swiftly respond to crises ensures the United States can meet its security commitments in the Indo-Pacific region. In conclusion, the United States 7th Fleet is not just a naval force, but a symbol of American commitment to regional security and stability. Its history from World War II to the present day is a showcase of its adaptability and resilience. In the ever-evolving strategic landscape of the Indo-Pacific, the 7th Fleet remains a cornerstone of US maritime power projection and a crucial element in maintaining global peace and security. But I'm sure a lot of people don't want to hear as much about the 7th Fleet that was more for just some context, that a single sailor managed to shut down part of this fleet. This is one of the biggest like forces in the world, and they had problems because this guy went missing. So let's get into that. Now to more accurately understand what was going on here, you've got to remember what Peter Mims did. Now Peter Mims served in the United States Navy and was a gas turbine systems technician, mechanical, petty officer third class during his time on the USS Shiloh. As a gas turbine systems technician, his primary responsibilities included maintaining and repairing gas turbine engines and associated systems on the ship. Describing him as a person, there is limited publicly available information about Peter beyond his Navy service and the incident on the Shiloh. However, his disappearance and the substance discovery of his whereabouts raised questions about his mental health 
health and emotional well-being at the time. But it is important to note the individuals facing personal challenges may exhibit behaviours that are out of character for them. In the context of his disappearance, Peter Mims was reported to have concealed himself on the ship and did not make contact with search and rescue teams for an extended period. This behaviour suggests that he may have been experiencing significant distress or personal issues at the time. It is important to approach such situations with sensitivity and understanding, recognising individuals in the military, like civilians, can face a range of personal and mental health challenges, and his case underscores the need for appropriate support and resources to address the well-being of servicemen. In the sweltering month of June 2017, aboard the USS Shiloh, a Ticonderoga-class guided missile cruiser, a perplexing and concerning event transpired, shrouding the vessel and its crew in uncertainty. Gas turbine systems technician, mechanical, petty officer third class Peter Mims, a dedicated sailor of the United States Navy, vanished without a trace while the ship was engaged in what appeared to be a routine patrol in the vast and temperamental expanse of the Philippine Sea. The USS Shiloh, a designated CG-67 and proudly bearing the name of a historic Civil War battle, had been deployed to the Western Pacific region as part of the formidable 7th Fleet. This fleet played a pivotal role in safeguarding US interests and maintaining stability in the Indo-Pacific, an area of increasing strategic importance in contemporary geopolitics. Mims' abrupt disappearance sent shockwaves through the crew and Navy officials alike. On board a vessel meticulously designed for military prowess and strategic operations, such unexplained events was a rarity. It was a scenario that nobody anticipated and left both shipmates and superiors bewildered. The USS Shiloh was a symbol of American naval power and it was staffed by highly trained, dedicated personnel. Each crew member plays a vital role in the ship's mission and the abrupt absence of one of their own is deeply unsettling. The sailor had been part of the ship's tight-knit community, one where trust, camaraderie and discipline are foundations upon which their duty re just rests. As news of Mim's disappearance spread throughout the ship, the crew found themselves grappling with numerous questions. How had a fellow sailor seemingly evaporated into thin air within the confines of their own vessel? What circumstances could have prompted such a vanishing act in the midst of their mission? It was a conundrum that defined easy answers. The sudden absence of a crew member also posed practical challenges for the Shiloh. The ship operated as a highly coordinated and disciplined unit. Each sailor's responsibilities are integral to the vessel's overall functioning, and Mim's unexplained departure created a void that needed to be filled to ensure the operational readiness of the ship. In response to the mysterious disappearance, the Shiloh initiated a thorough and systematic search within the confines of the ship itself. Every nook and cranny from the engine room to the uppermost decks was scoured by crew members, determined to locate their missing shipmate. Yet despite their meticulous efforts, Peter Mims remained elusive like a puzzle piece that simply refused to fit. The search operation initially focused on the ship and would soon extend far beyond the confines of the Shiloh. It became seemingly evident that Mims was not on board, and the United States Navy swiftly launched a widespread search operation in the waters of the Philippine Sea. Multiple ships from the 7th Fleet, as well as aircraft, were deployed to scour the expanse in the hope of finding any trace of the missing sailor. However, amid the steel bulkheads and narrow passageways of the Shiloh, one of the crew members, whom the media only reports as John, was moving briskly from one duty station to another. As he was making his way through the dimly lit corridor, John encountered another sailor coming in the opposite direction. The sailor was dressed in the standard navy blue coveralls, a uniform that blended seemingly with the surroundings. A cap pulled low over his face obscured his features, and in the tight confines of the ship, it was common for crew members to exchange nods or brief greetings as they passed by. It was a gesture that acknowledged their shared mission and camaraderie. In this instance, however, the response that John received was different. It was almost imperceptible, a nod so slight it barely registered in his mind almost as if the other sailor just walked past him. At the time, it seemed like just another routine encounter with a fellow sailor in the bustling corridors, and they were just busy. It wasn't until later, when John learned of the ongoing search for the missing crew member, the significance of that interaction became apparent. The sailor he passed in the corridor 
was Mims, the very person that they'd been searching for. Peter had been reported missing and the entire ship was mobilised in a frantic effort to locate him. As John reflected on the encounter, he couldn't help but feel a sense of bewilderment. How could he have knowingly crossed paths with Peter, who vanished without a trace since that encounter? It was a question that weighed on the minds of many people on the Shiloh. The disappearance of Mims cast a shadow over the ship and its crew, the stark reminder of unpredictability of sea life and the challenges that sailors face in the vast expanse of ocean. While the search for Peter continued with unwavering determination, mysterious circumstances surrounding his vanishing left the crew with more questions than it did answers. As days turned into nights and the search continued relentlessly, driven by the unwavering determination to locate one of their own, it was a test of skill and resolve as the vastness of the sea posed formidable challenges. The Philippine Sea is known for its unpredictable weather, tempestuous nature, and is just another layer of complexity to any search effort for anyone to fall off a ship. The disappearance was not merely a mystery, it was distressing and weighed heavily on the hearts of all the sa fellow sailors. As the search for Peter extended into days, the hope of resolution grew more fervent. In the vastness of the sea, the answers remained elusive and the fate of the missing sailor remained unknown. The disappearance brought forth a challenging ordeal for the Shiloh, one that would test the resilience and unity of its crew. As each day passed, hope of finding him began to wane, but the resolve remained unwavering. The crew wanted their mate back, and they were not going to stop. They weren't going to give up. It was known that he may be on the ship, thanks to John, but that was still far from confirmed because at this point, that information was days old. On that fateful day, a group of sailors was conducting a routine sweep of one of the ship's most obscure and least visited areas, a storeroom deep within the bowels of the vessel. It was the kind of place rarely frequented, a space filled with supplies and equipment where the hum of machinery and the distant sounds of life on the ship seemed faint. Amid the crates and boxes that lined the storeroom shelves, one of the sailors noticed something out of place a pair of boots, neatly arranged just as they would when stored. The boots were oddly pristine, free from scuffs and wear that usually marked a sailor's footwear. With their curiosity piqued, the sailor reached down to examine the boots more closely, and as they did, they found a pair of feet tucked inside. The shock of discovery rippled through the group, and a hushed, almost disbelieving murmur spread among them. Could it be possible they finally found Mims who eluded them for days? With a mixture of trepidation and hope, they carefully approached the figure, their hearts pounding with anticipation. The man inside the storeroom was lying on the floor, his eyes wide but unresponsive. He was dehydrated, disheveled, and in a state of distress. It was Peter. The immediate priority was to provide him with medical attention. A corpsman from the team quickly assessed his condition and, with the urgency of the situation in mind, began administering the necessary care. Peter was severely dehydrated and appeared to be suffering from exhaustion and disorientation. The extent of his ordeal during this time in hiding within the confines of the Shiloh remains a mystery. As the medical team worked to stabilize Peter, the crew mobilised to evacuate him from the storeroom and transfer him to the ship's medical facility. It was a delicate, carefully coordinated operation given his state, and once safely in the hands of the ship's medical personnel, he could begin his journey to recovery. The discovery of Peter Mims brought a mixture of relief, astonishment and concern among the crew and the fleet. Questions surrounding his disappearance are numerous, and the details of his ordeal would take time to unravel. For the moment, the priority was his well-being and ensuring that he received the care he needed. But as Peter began his recovery process, the ship's command launched an investigation into the circumstances of his disappearance. What had led him to seek refuge in the storeroom? Hidden away, far from the eyes of his shipmates. The answers to those questions would gradually emerge, shedding light on the enigmatic journey of Peter Mims within the confines of the Shiloh. Now, as the disappearance of Peter Mims aboard the Shiloh remained perplexing and concerning, the investigation unfolded, several factors began to shed light on the possible reasons behind his disappearance. It was known that uh, Peter had some personal struggles. Like many sailors, he faced the challenges of being far from home and family for extended periods. The stress of deployment, combined with the rigorous demands of his service, took a toll on his mental and emotional well-being. 
and these pressures contributed to his decision to go into hiding. It is also possible that Peter may have taken refuge in the storeroom out of a fear of facing consequences related to his military duties or his personal actions. The Navy maintains strict standards of discipline and any infractions or failures to meet those standards can result in serious repercussions. Fear of disciplinary action or professional consequences might have driven him to conceal himself. The confined and demanding environment of a naval vessel can sometimes become overwhelming. The need for an escape, even a temporary one, might have led Peter to seek refuge in the storeroom. Escapism is a coping mechanism used by some individuals in high stress situations and it can manifest in various ways. Now, the human mind can respond to stress and isolation in unpredictable ways. Prolonged periods of isolation within the storeroom may have taken a toll on Peter's mental state. The Navy did launch a thorough mental health evaluation as part of its investigation to determine if psychological factors played a role in his disappearance. This information has not been made public. In some cases, miscommunication or misunderstandings can lead sailors being unaware that they are the subject of search efforts. It's possible that Peter Mims did not fully comprehend the extent of the search operation being conducted to find him. When he passed John in the corridor, he may not have even known he was missing yet. His disappearance highlighted the complex challenges faced by sailors serving in the US Navy, particularly during long deployments. The Navy's response included not only locating and providing medical care to Peter, but addressing the underlying issues that played a role in his actions. Ultimately, the investigation aimed to provide a comprehensive understanding of the circumstances surrounding the disappearance, which was aimed to help the Navy implement measures prevent similar incidents and ensuring the well-being of its personnel. The investigation into the disappearance of Peter revealed a stark contrast between his professional evaluations and his personal struggles. Despite his challenges and concerns, Peter Mims received glowing praise from his superiors. One superior described him as a model petty officer that consistently leads by example, seeking greater responsibility. He was commended for his dedication to mission success and his strong teamwork skills and commitment to training. His superior expressed the utmost trust and confidence in him. The investigation also noted that Peter was listed as must promote in his evaluation, indicating that he had potential for advancement and recognition. These accolades, however, sharply contrasted with Peter's own perceptions of his safety and well-being. He expressed paranoid thoughts and believed that he faced a threat to his safety, leading him to go into hiding. Despite being highly regarded professionally, no one knew of his personal struggles and fears which seemed to have driven him to take drastic action. The investigation's findings highlight the complex nature of his disappearance where a sailor recognised for his outstanding performance grappled with his inner turmoil and his paranoia that ultimately led to his unauthorised absence and disappearance on the ship. As a result of these incidents, Peter was treated for his psychological conditions and discharged from the US Navy. Very little information beyond this is available and this is likely for the better. I want to wish Peter all the best in whatever he is doing these days and I would like to... I don't so much want to thank him for going through it, but I want to thank this from being public knowledge because I could share his story and as a good reminder to everyone that the pressures of service or just the pressures in our lives can and often do lead to mental and psychological stresses. If you ever need help, please be sure to reach out to someone there are services and help available. Now, if you want to get your stories into the pod, please reach out to storiesaboutkevinpodcast at gmail.com and I hope everyone has a great week ahead. Bye for now.